Welcome to Music Ranked, a special production from the Toddcast Podcast. Each month, Todd and I review some of our favorite bands and musical acts. Stemming from a list Eric made a decade ago, he created an algorithm to see who exactly was his favorite band. Now, I do extensive research and rate and review every song. We talk about our memories and artist histories. At the end, we will have all music Music ranked. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Join us for Music Ranked. Hi, Eric. How's it going? I'm doing fantastic. I'm really excited today to talk about some folk music. Today we're talking Simon and Garfunkel, and they were... What number were they on your original list? What are we up to? Are we up to six, seven? Seven, seven, believe. uh, We just had the Moody Blues, um, if you are keeping track at home. Um, We just talked Moody Blues, uh, and... They uh, fared pretty well, but I'm looking yeah. at my list here, and Simon and Garfunkel, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seventh on the list, and there was a number actually Sweet. here, so I should I didn't even need to count, but that was just to prove that Sesame Street caught me well. Exactly. <laughs> right. Don't ask me to go to nine. I get really screwed up there. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, Simon and Garfunkel. Good stuff, yeah? Uh, yeah, Todd, I was, um, so when I was giving you the alert of like saying, Hey, who's coming up in the, the queue. So you knew the Moody blues and you had some you know information and I, uh, sent you some recommended albums that you should, you should listen to and grab from selected playlists on and so forth. And then I said, Simon and Garfunkel and just assume that you would have a decent selection of Simon and Garfunkel. And you were like, Nope, not really. So yeah. Explain here's, yourself, here's, Todd. I, I need to hear it now. Just, just explain why, you know, Simon and Garfunkel has not been in your life, and the year is 2020. Here's, here's how sad my my Simon and Garfunkel uh, situation was. When you said that, I, you know, I said, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I have any. Um, and uh, in my brain, I'm like, well, I do have uh, me and Julio down by the schoolyard, but that's not Simon and Garfunkel. That's just Paul Simon. Um, so, so I was, I was often wrong on that one. Um, <laughs> I do, ha- I did have the boxer, but, but it was the me first and the gimme gimme's version, not the actual Simon and Garfunkel version. Uh, I had hazy state of winter, but it was, uh, oh shoot. Was it, was it banana Bananarama? Yeah. I had the Bananarama version of that. Um, and then I had Mr. Robinson, but it was the Lemonheads version. So Mr. Mr. Robinson, uh, Mrs. Robinson. Oh, no, I was was just making sure that they did. It's like I thought that would have been early and I've not had enough. coffee. No, 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 no. I was just since it's a cover. I mean, there's no reason why they couldn't have made it a Mr. Robinson. I was just uh, I haven't heard that rendition and or I don't think I've ever heard of the lemon heads. So uh, Uh, mark that down on my discoveries. Yeah, Uh, it was it was the I'm going to say the early 90s. They had, uh, I think, two tracks that made it to, to any kind of popularity, one of which was that cover, and I honestly couldn't tell you off the top of my head what the other one was. So, I mean, sure, check them out. I'm, I'm sure they were fine. Oh, I don't wow. know that I've heard their, their album all the way through, but we are certainly not here to talk about the Lemonheads. No, We're here to talk no. about Simon and Garfunkel. No, yeah. And, so... I, and I guess basically my failure to have any Simon and Garfunkel. I mean, so yeah. pre- pri- prior to recently, you know, I've heard – you know, I've I've heard the, the I mean, I didn't have any Simon and Garfunkel, but I've heard the boxer. I've heard Mrs. Robinson. I've heard Hazy Shade of Winter. Uh, you know, some of the other, you know, popular hits whose names are just uh, Sound of Silence, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
I've heard them. I just I just never got around to to acquiring them. Yeah. Um, and so as part of you know Eric's mission to ever expand my iTunes library, uh, I you know got got a hold of them, and they only had what five albums, I think. Yeah, they didn't have many. The whole time they were um, together, which exactly. Somehow well, it's shocking to me, but I think it's one of those situations where I just mentally put all of Paul Simon's and Simon and Garfunkel stuff all together. Kind of like sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between a Phil Collins song and a Genesis song. If you're sure. not, you know, oh, into yeah. it, a lot of people conflate the two. Um, similar situation well, there. Mm-hmm. Well, you just told me about uh, me and Julio and I'm thinking to myself, I thought that was a Simon and Garfunkel song. And I'm like, well, maybe it wasn't, you know, and that's just kind of how it is. You yeah. Know. Having, having just listened to every single album yep. of Simon and Garfunkel, our, our boy Julio is not there. No, um, no. Which is, which is funny. Um, you know, and then, uh, what's it? Kodachrome, uh, is a song that would, was yeah. by Paul Simon. That was, yeah. you know, and that's not there. And, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, they only had five albums, so they did not have a tremendous amount of songs. I'm looking here, and it might be that in my list, they had like 59 songs. So it wasn't very yeah. difficult to go through them, and they're not really long ones either because we're talking like early early 60s where, you know, the whole goal was to have a song that could play on the radio and wasn't right. super long, you know. Right. So <laughs> they um, – they managed to do that in a very short period of time. And I think maybe they, their last album was like 70 or so. So um, Todd, I will tell you, this was one of the more interesting and fun, like documentary style. Like, you know how I go through and I, and I do everything with the, the group, um, oh, yeah. the podcast. And I listen to this, but I found a really good documentary um, that kind of gives you the relationship between the two. And then you, when you listen to the music, you can kind of see, oh, I see where it's going here. So, um, so it wasn't like there wasn't a lot of friction, so to speak. But like by the time they get to their last album, you can hear in the lyrics that this band is breaking up and they're going their own separate ways. And that um, and I, I'll just tell you now, normally I wait until but it's called Bridge Over Troubled Water. It's on you probably can get it on. It's on Amazon Prime, maybe. OK. Um, and that is one of the better videos that I, you know, watched on this. And I think there's one also called the Harmony Game. Um, and I think it might th- that. OK, so it is called the Harmony Game, but also called Bridge Over Troubled Water. So you could find it either way. Um, okay. You should watch that, Todd, because I think that was it, it, it explains a lot and it brings a lot more to the um, to the songs. Um, OK, because Paul Simon is deemed or is one of the best like songwriters um okay and i don't know if that's all time or or what you know but that's one thing they kept repeating in, in podcasts and stuff is how good uh the songwriter paul simon was and garfunkel is a great singer but he didn't necessarily live up to the same you know he didn't have the same career as paul simon um right. in terms of longevity you know although he did have some you know I, I, he did have a nice solo album and i think i listened to it years ago and there were a couple hits on there so um so since you just kind of fell in into Simon and Garfunkel, um, I'm surprised because mom and dad both had, you know, uh, Simon and Garfunkel CDs, especially the greatest hits. So right. <laughs> I just remember distinctively this ridiculous um, Paul Simon had like a, a golfer's cap and a very big mustache uh, and like long hair on the right. on the greatest hits cover. And that's not what he looks like 
in in anything else. So like I looked <laughs> when I thought of you know from my childhood, I always you know Garfunkel looks the same. He just kind of looked, but right. Simon I always thought more of a um, kind of looks like a, almost like a Gallagher. You know, the guy that smashes the okay. pumpkins or the, right. um, the uh, right. watermelons. Right. The, the watermelons, no, he, right. Yeah, that's not what he looks like. He's He doesn't look like that at all in, in many circumstances. So, um, over, overall, yeah. Todd, what was your – what so since you went through, did you listen to all the albums? Is that what um, – since there weren't that many? Oh, yeah, I listened to all – it wasn't all in one sitting. Um, but uh, over, over the course of a couple of sittings, and I think one, one – long walk uh i started at the beginning and, and and worked my way through um generally speaking good stuff um like i said i you know i knew they existed i knew a few of their songs previous to that and you know would have said oh yeah simon Garfunkel, sure that's they're, they're fine um you know if you had asked me to put together my list of top 169 groups Maybe they would have been on the 169. Like if, if you said top hundred, they wouldn't have been on there. Like I've, I've recently done that exercise and then they, yeah. they don't make an appearance. I mean, granted that list was based on my iTunes library and clearly they weren't in the iTunes library, which to me is an indicator that, you know, I'm just not that into you. Uh, yeah. Doesn't. Yeah. No, doesn't, doesn't mean, doesn't mean they're not good. It just means I've not had that level of interest previously. Um, you know, now that I have listened to them, maybe, <laughs> Yeah, well, because uh, because like I said, they're, they're good, and like I said, they've got some stuff, and I went through and, and listened to them all, and I, I went through and, and ranked everything. Um, and and granted, my ranking system is a lot uh, stricter than yours. Um, I think I gave, uh, I think I gave a couple of five stars. There were a handful of four stars. The bulk of their library to me is sort of three star stuff. Like, yeah, this this yeah. is good. This is good for the background. I I, I don't dislike it so much. I'm gonna skip. Um, so what that, is you know, your the, what's your thoughts? So what's your thoughts on folk music in general? Because that's kind of what it is. If you listen to well, the first album, it is almost right. it's almost and completely folk. And then you right. slowly start getting more towards like a, a pop a pop well, folk. And that's, and I think that's, that's where it, that's where it breaks down for me is, is, um, if you were to look at me and say, Hey Todd, what do you think of folk music? I would say, eh, folk music. Sure. It's, it's, it's okay. And, and okay is probably the highest accolade. I'm like, like, I, I don't hate it. It's not, you know, it's not country like country music. I'm just like, Nope, not listening to it. They have yeah. nothing to do with it. You know, yeah. rap, rap tends to be very hit or miss more miss than hit. Folk is like, eh, sure, yeah, okay, uh, you know, it's, it's, I can listen to this, um, and listening to this where, like you said, their first album is, is, is like pure folk. When oh, I yeah. think folk, when I think folk music, I think what comes into my, my mind is more like folk rock sort of a thing, more, okay. more, more, more of a, more of a Dylan situation or, or like some of the stuff America has done is, 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 it's not so much folk as, is is rock with that's a little bit folksy, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think that's like, like their, his, their first album. I'm like, I listened to it. And, and frankly, I think that's where they got most of their like two stars. Cause it's like, this is just too, this is too somber, too slow. Well, there were like church sincere. songs in there too. There know, was, like, there was some churchy stuff like, ah, in there that I'm like, mm, yeah. no, thank you. Um, and yeah, as time progressed and they got a little more, a little more, 
more gusto, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, that's that's where I started to get get a little more more inter- interested, you know. And l- like I said, the 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 songs that I knew about are you know tended to be the songs that I I you know having listened to their catalog that I like, and you know, like Mrs. Robinson and and uh, uh, hazy shade of hazy shade of winter like. They've they've got a beat. They've got you know some tempo to it. There there's some other instruments happening. You know what I mean? Um, the boxer is still very folksy. You know, sound of silence is, is clearly still very folksy, but there's still a little something going on there that appeals to me. Whereas there there's a fair bit of their songs that are like mm, okay yeah I'm not and I think it largely comes down to my what I connect music to in terms of my my activities and and when I listen to music. You know what I mean? Like when I'm listening to music, it's often because I'm doing something and the music is there to kind of enhance it. And mm-hmm. a lot of the, a lot of folk music and, and, and quite a few of their tracks are like, what would I listen to this to? Like, what would I be doing while I was listening to this? And does that make sense? You know what I mean? Okay. And like, I can't imagine a scenario where I would, where I, where I would, where it wouldn't be just a weird combination for me to like oh i'm gonna put on this simon garfunkel album and go you know mow the lawn like to me those two things are very you know like one's a very active activity the other is very uh peaceful calm somber whatever you know what i mean um okay yeah i mean i feel like i'm rambling does that make sense no like well it does make sense but it's completely opposite in terms of like how i view music at all because i don't like antiquate like i could probably like I could listen to music to do anything. So I understand like some people have like their workout mixes and stuff and it would make, I could understand Simon and Garfunkel not being on there and you'd right. want your, you know, your, you know, upbeat, like, you know, rock or, or something that motivates and pumps you up. But I don't think I ever like listen to music to do that. So, you know, you would tell, if you told me I'm listening to, you know, it doesn't bother me to go from a Simon and Garfunkel to, you know, a Metallica. Like, it, I don't right. have to have that transition in, in oh. my music because I just kind of feel like, all right, this is a song I like or don't like. Um, now, granted, you know, it'd be fun to hook some wires up to me and have me run on a treadmill and see if I do better with, you know, um, <laughs> you know, you know, Homeward Bound or, or you know, The Unforgiven or whatever, you know, and see which one, right. which one motivates me more. But, um just in general i don't i don't think that and, and to think someone like yourself who likes to kind of make paint miniatures and stuff come on simon and garfunkel would be like perfect miniature paint music i mean it, it might be it might it, it, it might be and that and that's like low thing. light like, like, you know kind of in your thing and just listening to you know them harmonize and oh man but i think that i think the biggest difference is you and i must we have a different tone like i really enjoy folk when i found simon and garfunkel you know, and granted, I've listened to it all my life, but when I actually dug into the discography, which, by the way, in late 2000s, mom actually bought um, a collective work CD that had every single album on it. And it was like a four disc CD disc, you know, so I've listened okay. to everything for years. So I've had them all, you know, okay. there wasn't me having to go on iTunes or do anything. It was a matter of me pulling out the CD that I saved for when, you know, we moved and everything. I have it to this right. day. Um, and I just, you know ripped them, put them on my iTunes. We're ready to go. So there wasn't have, I didn't have to spend any money to get all these, which is great. I did have to buy a bonus track called my little town, which was a single they had after they broke up. It was like, I don't know why they got back together, but it was a nice little song. So that was the only, you know, acquiring of music that I needed. Um, 
But once I found folk music, man, because I I position folk, I they're you know Simon and Garfunkel are in their own little niche, and then you have like the Jim Croce's and Gordon Lightfoot's, and I consider right. those folk, even well, though see, they're different. They're they're different, see, you know. See, and again, I I I think I could only name. Well, off the top of my head right now, I can only name one uh, Gordon Lightfoot song, and that's and crap. I can't even name it. It's the one about the boat. Yeah, uh, Fitzgerald. Yeah, that one. But I don't have any of it. But I enjoy the crap out of that song. Like, like I said, I, I don't. Yeah, have you, you folk. probably. I don't. I don't have anything against Simon and Garfunkel. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's, it doesn't fall into the realm of you know, sort of my go-to. Sure. And I think a lot of times when I'm when I'm ranking stuff, it's, you know the main driver behind my initial ranking of stuff was, you know, I'm going to use this as limiting factors to what I synchronize to my phone to be in, in with me at all times. And because normally when I'm listening to music, it's on shuffle. Mm -hmm. It's, is this something that I want to come up on shuffle and, you know, kind of like you, like, I don't, I'm also not a, Oh, I need these songs to transition smoothly. Like Abby and I have been sitting out having campfires and we'll put my, my, you know, my phone, hooked up to a bluetooth speaker and we'll sit it on shuffle and it'll go you know from stairway to heaven to harry connick jr to you know nine inch nails to tori amos to whatever like so it's not like it's not like that it's just i don't i i yeah i can't explain it (laughs) well i mean it's it's i think it's just a matter of there you know you might have select activities where you say you know i prefer this maybe that's even where you started but um, yeah. I could I could understand that. I say, well, we take a quick break. We come back. We'll uh, talk a little bit about the boxer, maybe some of their albums and maybe some of their best hits. What do you say? Sounds good. When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken. But those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. Justinbenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be beige. All right, Todd, since uh, we probably just heard me uh, ramble a little bit about, um, you know, some of our sponsors, let's go ahead and talk about, um, let's talk about the movie The Box, or the uh, Mrs. Robinson. Have you, uh, have have you, or The Graduate, I'm sorry, I'm stumbling over my words here. The Graduate, <laughs> have you seen the movie The Graduate? Surprisingly, I actually have not. I've heard okay. about it. I mean, I know it's out there. I, I'm led to believe it's something of a classic. But I've just never, never gotten around to seeing it. Um, you know, I don't, you know, I guess I wasn't really pulled in by like the movie itself. I forget some of the concept of it. I mean, it's, I believe it's a, you know, I remember the opening scene, um, where the, you know, um, Dustin Hoffman, I believe is just laying in a pool. And, um, and then I remember there's some conversation about plastics, some old guys talking about how he should get into making plastic or the plastic industry or whatever. But the whole concept of the, uh, the movie um, I believe is he is uh, attracted to an older woman and they have their little love affair. But the reason it's coming up in conversation is Simon and Garfunkel did the entire soundtrack for it. Okay. And that, and that it was, um, I guess when you tie some iconic music, you know, the song, you know, Mrs. Robinson, 
is, right. you know, basically about that. And then you tie um, some of their other, you know, classic hits of that time with an iconic movie. It kind of lives on. And I did not rewatch Mrs. or The Graduate when I kind of went through all this because I was maybe five or six years beforehand. But I got the tone and it, that kind of sticks with you. And, um, you know, just in general, like soundtrack really can make or break a movie. And it's funny because this will date it a little bit. But I was watching Star Wars yesterday and I made sure to listen uh, to watch Star Wars Episode 4. And I made right. sure to listen to the music. And that music really, really tells you the tone of what's oh, going to yeah. happen. And, like, you take that music and some of the sound effects out. And, like, the movie just, you know, doesn't have that same filler. And I think oh, that, yeah. you know, I think Simon and Garfunkel getting tied to such a, a critically acclaimed movie then and now um, helped their longevity or, or at least got them on the map, you know. so oh, That makes sense. Oh, yeah, it makes perfect sense. So oh. I – you know, and I went through a time. Now I'm going to segue over to another movie just to see if you've seen it because it's funny. It goes back into uh, folk. Did you have you seen A Mighty Wind? Oh yeah. Cr- okay. Oh yes, I've definitely so, seen that. Abby introduced me to that that whole that whole genre. I can't remember the the, the director there, but oh yeah, all their stuff is, is great. Well, Christopher Guest in all his yes, movies, right? Yes. Okay. So yes, so there's absolutely. obvious there's obvious tie-ins. That's basically um, kind of the Simon and Garfunkel like era. You know right. what right. they're talking about, and and a mighty wind essentially is a mockumentary comedy uh, that talks about like folk music, and I believe they have some reunion, and they had like these classic bands, and it is fantastic, very funny, oh, and yeah. actually pretty oh, yeah. pretty good music in a sense on it, like you know fake music. So, um, oh, yeah. but that's that's one of the things when I think of Simon and Garfunkel because I think they're they're lightly not portrayed, but like parodied with some right. of the characters and 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 so forth. Um, oh yeah. So you know. Overall, that those are my two little movie little tidbits. Besides the documentary we kind of talked about earlier um, right. regarding Simon and Garfunkel, uh, but overall, the they like we talked about earlier, they had five albums. They're not significantly like they're not significantly different, um, you know. Except for the first one seems to have um, you know a lot more like folksy cover music, and then right. by the end, it's bridge over troubled water. So that is kind of their like breakup swan song, and it is my favorite album, and probably one of the more critically acclaimed. Um, oh yeah, albums oh, yeah. that, and and most people probably know, you know, of Bridge Over Troubled Water and, and and so forth. So I mean, normally we can go through and say, Todd, what's your favorite album? Did you have a specific album that said that stood out to you, or did they kind of <laughs> mesh together? I mean, I'll, I'll be honest in, in that I agree with you in that most of their because I listen to it all sort of at once, mm-hmm. you know, the, the first album sticks out in that it is it is extra folksy. The rest of them are all kind of similar to me. Like, like it's, it's not like and, and I'm, I'm getting ahead of ourselves here. But, you know, because I, I think uh, coming up next is Pink Floyd, like Pink Floyd oh, yeah. has very distinct like, you, you know, where things shifted over their career. Simon Garfunkel, it's like, yeah, this is all Simon Garfunkel. Like, if you if you were to play me a song, there's a real good chance I would not be able to tell you, you know, which which album that was from or what. what yeah, I don't think I um, could either. <laughs> you know, basic basically when I when I sat down to to you know after I listened to him, I'm like, okay, Eric's gonna ask me what my favorite album is. Let's have a look, and I kind of just looked at the the track listings for all of them. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, Bookends has has the most songs that I enjoyed the most. Bookends must be my favorite album. <laughs> yeah more so well, than 
then necessarily that album, you know, jumped out at me per se, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah, I th- I well, bookends. It was a fine album, but they had a mm-hmm. couple like crazy ass songs on it. They had old people. T- Did you hear that? Yeah, one? that was that was that not not in its entirety. I, I heard enough of yes, it to realize please, oh, yeah. this tr- this track is literally old people talking. Uh, let me one. Write that as one star and skip. <laughs> that's ahead. it. Uh. Yeah, so that's they got a one star <laughs> out of me on that one, and I'm like, ah, yeah. you guys, why'd you have to do that? And then I think there was another one that was kind of like noisy. Um, so that kind of canned its overall worth. Um, you know, for me. You know, and mm-hmm. then it was close between, you know, Sounds of Silence and Bridge Over Troubled Water uh, because of songs like I Am a Rock, you know, right. April Come She Will, which is a good song. Um, right. um, then I also, you know, enjoyed The Sound of Silence, obviously, Homeward Bound and, uh, you know, some of those those songs. So um, overall, you know, did you have a favorite song? Uh, hands down, Hazy Shade of Winter. Which is it, which is probably not surprising to you because it is a, a little more more rockish, um, and I just I just really really enjoy it. Um, I also uh, I can't remember the the actual name of it because it's it's in a in a foreign language. But the uh, shoot, and now I'm just brain farting on it. Um, it's all right. It's um I I I know what it was, but I had to move from my post because we have a young visitor. That has well, uh, that has wanted to join the conversation uh, about Simon and Garfunkel. So, um, truth give me be a told, half a, half a second, yeah. and I can find it's it because I've still, I've still got a bunch isn't of isn't it? Uh, yeah, something. Darn it! <laughs> and of course, if now you, I can't find it anyway. Sorry. Yeah, if you it's, are it's, a used listener, just go ahead and tweet that at us. And, and just, um, just or scream at your well, phone as loud as possible. I would say finish screaming at your phone and then tweet it, and I'll uh, I'll be publicly shamed and maybe I'll learn my lesson. Good, that that is the way to go. <laughs> well, Todd, I I personally think that um you know obviously when you have five albums they kind of sound the same. There are some quality great songs, you know, yeah. um from the group. Now I enjoy them more than you. Um I think we've done our fair share. There's there were not a tremendous. There really weren't a tremendous amount of um, a podcast. I don't know if they just didn't do a lot of interviews or there weren't, there were a couple of podcasts that covered them, but they weren't tremendously like insightful or helpful there. You can definitely find a couple, um, you know, uh, you know, covering the, the albums. And, but I would, I would say if you want your fix of documentary, check out that, uh, you know, the documentary, um, the harmony game, which is basically a story of, you know, how they got together, how they ended, where they went from there, and their their well, geniuses in their own right. I guess on on that front, again, as a person who's not not engaged with them on a whole level, on a whole, on a whole deep level, like I knew they were together. I have some sneaking, you know, memory or, or indication that you know, obviously they broke up and that that did not go well. Is there is there a quick and dirty version of that that, that um, you're able to share without? getting too deep into whatever or is that should i just watch the documentary because it's it's subtle and layered and so forth well i think it is subtle and layered i don't think they disliked each other i think they kind of fell apart um art was doing some movies and garfunkel or um simon kind of felt like he was on his own and they were kind of just drifting apart in that and i mean if you listen to bridge over troubled water basically after watching this documentary Watch Bridge Over Troubled Water, and then you'll, like, all the songs have some meaning, and you'll see some of this subtle, you know, 
breaking up. And I don't think that they hate each other or disliked each other, or, you know, but I also don't know if they're like best friends again. And I think it's a matter of just kind of like being on the road with each other and, you know, being tied to one another for so long that maybe they wanted some individuality. Um, so, okay. you know, so it, but I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like something, it wasn't like something happened and there was animosity and damn it. I hate you. We must never speak of this no. again sort of a thing. Okay. No, no, no. I don't think so. I think it was just a matter so of creative differences or Yeah, that's the apart. impression I was under. Somehow I got it into my head that the two of them were like at odds and like they broke up and like I don't I never I never want to speak your name again kind of a thing. And that's not that's not the scenario. That's just me making no, shit that's, in my head. That's CCR. That's <laughs> that's, <laughs> okay. that's Creedence Clearwater Revival, which we'll touch in about twelve artists or so. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, overall Todd, I would say, you know, Simon and Garfunkel jumped up to number four on my list. Um, yeah, they, they, so where you had a bunch of fours, I'm sorry, there's a young child who wants YouTube and I can't find oh, yes. a show for him. Um, no, where that's, that's, Simon that's and Garfunkel, um, where you gave them a bunch of threes, those are almost all fours for me because I enjoy folk music a, a lot. Like all their stuff, I kind of like that background kind of not screaming, mm-hmm. yelling. Um, the sound and the harmonies, I mean, I found myself. If you're a band that can harmonize really well, you do really well with me. Like, I just, okay. I don't know what it is, but there's something oh, about no, it. That's, um, no, that's, so that's, they, that's jumped, legit. they jumped up the list. And, um, yeah, and, and I wasn't necessarily surprised by it because, you know, as time goes by when you're an artist, it seems like you kind of miss your, like, you start falling away from what made you good and popular. Right. You know, and they didn't do that. And, and you notice the Beatles didn't do that. And, and some of these groups that didn't have time, they had now, granted, they had a small sample, but they, I don't know if you hear that. That's this oh, is yeah. my life. Oh, yeah. This is my life, everybody. Oh, yeah. So just be aware that this is what we deal with. You deal with car sounds, uh, driving, you know, uh, and children yelling that they want to watch PJ Masks on YouTube at seven in the morning. So, um, so yes. When it comes down to it, I think um, they they didn't produce enough bad songs, and since I consider I like folk, they jumped up. Nice. Todd, finish. Let's finish out this episode. I'm gonna mute myself. You can uh, just go through it all, and uh, we'll give the user some silence while I try to figure out which show he wants to watch. That's how that, the the sound of silence of a of a muted three year old. That's 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 music to to most ears, I would think. No, it's it's it no, it's good, and it, it's it's not surprising um, that they would have would have you know jumped up for you, um, particularly because your your rankings tend to be you know, I mean the initial rankings are based on you know your your thoughts and, and feelings and emotions for the song, but when it comes down to the the, the rankings, you know there there's there's some math there's some algorithms that go into that, and I, I got to think that um, having having a smaller sample size. Um, all of which was done sort of in their prime, you know, sort of captured them at, at their, their hut has got to favor that sort of a thing, as opposed to, you know, groups that have been around for decades. And, you know, unfortunately there seems to be a trend that, you know, you have a group that starts off strong, puts out some really solid albums, and then they just keep putting out albums and start to veer from where they, they sort of started, you know, their, their sound shifts. And sometimes that's not necessarily the best thing. Um, you know, I, I can definitely see where Simon and Garfunkel, like I said, sort of sort of hitting it in their prime and then, you know, calling it calling it good um, would definitely help them in those rankings. And I think I think there's something you said earlier that kind of that that to me probably makes a certain 
distinction into why they're why they're so meaningful to you and why you enjoy them so much uh and perhaps is not the case for me and i think you know when you said you know when you grew up you know both mom and dad had simon garfunkel played simon garfunkel a bunch like i think you've got uh a bank of memories and and associations there that i i just don't have like i it doesn't surprise me when you say that 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 both mom and dad had simon and garfunkel but I would be hard pressed to think of a, of a time where I, I remember it being played around the house. Um, I mean, I'm sure they did and I just, just, it just didn't register for me at the time. But I think, you know, if you, you've grown up with something and like I said, sort of form those, those connections in your, in your, in your mind that, you know, sort of adds some depth to it and, and gives it a little more, a little extra oomph for you that I, I just, I just think I, I don't necessarily have on my end. Um, and I suspect probably as we go through the list, we'll, we'll find, you know, the opposite to be true also, that there will probably be some, some artists and some albums that I remember listening to growing up that, uh, you know, you might not have been around yet or were too young to, to remember, you know, as, as our parents, you know, sort of musical tastes shifted, you know, through time, you know, there, there are intersections of, of music that I heard a lot of that you didn't and vice versa. And I, I suspect that might play a role. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think you're correct. And uh, that is, I think we'll find throughout this entire ranking process and stuff. So there'll be a Simon and Garfunkel for you, where I think it'll be a matter of you enjoy the genre more so than I do. And get, like near, near, dear, I say like, who did you mention earlier? Harry, Harry Connick Jr.? Mm-hmm. So you, I can't imagine, and this is in the <laughs> far future because I don't even have him on my list yet. Right. Um, when we rank his music, I can't imagine I'm going to give it fours as much as I'd probably give him threes. If they're listening, you know, where I think right. if we flip them, I would be surprised to say, all right, well, that is a genre or a person that he has some type of, you know, fondness for. Hence, he gets that bump and he gets that little rub. Right. The fact right. Simon and Garfunkel is a folk, and I like folk a lot more than I ever thought I would. You know, um, they get that little bit of a bump, just like Journey gets a little bump for me too. You know, and it's you know, music is a lot of nostalgia and just personal feelings. You know, it's not like I'm oh, yeah. I'm not grading based off of expertise. I don't know. Right. You know, I know right. what I like to hear, and I know what you know brings me back to a happy time you know which is a lot of times when you're listening to music that's where it goes so oh, yeah. it'll be interesting i you know i think it'll be interesting to see you know this is a group of mine that is not on your list whatsoever but right. is number four on mine and you know and is in the gonna probably gonna finish in the top 10 when it's all said and done because you know of the way everything goes and i don't yeah. think the algorithm got it wrong like i think i would pick a lot of simon and garfunkel over you know, oh, yeah. other groups. And I'll, and it's going to be fun to see where, like, all right, who do you have on your list that never showed up on mine and that shows up so high on yours? So, all right, let's let's figure it out. I just said it, I was up fourth on, on my list. Where do you think they would rank in yours um, with the current circumstances? So do you want me to give you a rundown or are you uh, of the groups that are currently in the in the ranks? And you can kind of, of pigeon what, them in of, there. Of what, what we covered cur- thus far? That's it. Uh, boy. Um, it, it seems mean 
and it's not meant mean spirited, but I think that you know of the I think seven that we've gone through, uh-huh. I think they I think they might be seventh. So you that hey, fair enough. Um, you got I, uh, yeah, yeah. That is that's fair. That is you know, and I think that is a matter of it's not. Which isn't to say I don't like them. It's just I like the other six people we've talked about more. That that's it. You know, that's all. So well, that is that is. Uh, I will, this will be fun fun to see as we go if Simon and Carfunkel beats out anyone for you. Um, did yeah. you have a favorite? Did you have a favorite song? I, I found mine. Mine was the Boxer. Previously, I liked I Am a Rock, uh, but the Boxer is a nice little tale that I've uh, come to like. And and in recent memory, Mumford and Sons, which is a nice little like I wouldn't know. Oh, yeah. They did a cover of the Boxer, which was really good, and that kind of invoked a little bit more enthusiasm for the song for me. But uh, that was my favorite. And you said Hazy Shade of Winter was probably yours. Yep. Yep. And yep. <laughs> which I thought I didn't know was actually a Simon and Garfunkel song. I thought it was a Bananarama <laughs> song um, until yeah. I heard it. And I said, oh, what do you know? Look at this. Um, yeah. Then then I found out they also, you know, did uh, Walk Like an Egyptian and uh, Manic Monday, Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> They're unreleased hits from the 60s. No one knew. Yeah. So yeah. Bananarama drew heavily from the Simon and Garfunkel catalog. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. But most <laughs> most people don't all, realize all that, 80s. Yeah, sure yeah. Yeah. That's it. So. All right. You got any lasting impressions, thoughts, comments? Uh, no, no, I, I it, 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 it was good. Um, you know, one of the one of the the. The, the many benefits of, of the music ranked uh, situation you've got going on and, and, and including me, you know, other than just getting to get with you and talk about music is, you know, because there are a lot of things on your list that are, that are groups that I haven't really given serious consideration to in the past. Um, and this is definitely one of those, those opportunities um, where it's like, Oh yeah, they, they exist. Uh, I, I'll check out their stuff. And like I said, you know, they, they don't rank super highly for me, but I'm, I'm glad that I have, you know, listened to them. And I, I do want to thank you for that, Eric. Um, Cause yeah, yeah it's good it, stuff. And I mean, and if you get a couple, I, five I now stars, have a bunch of them. That's and, it. Yeah. And they will be coming up in shuffle and that's you it. know, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Over time. Maybe so I'll thank you, Eric. you down and you'll, you'll start, you'll start appreciating their music a little bit more and slowly. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you'll move them ahead of Boston, which at this point in time, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. Hey, next up is a fun one. I think you and I will will enjoy and definitely uh, talk people's ears off is uh, Pink Floyd, which has yes. a long and history career and all types of uh, twists and turns and um, more more great songs than you can count and probably some awful ones, too. So this will oh, be yeah. fun. Oh, no. Look, looking forward to that one. So stay stay tuned, folks. Absolutely. Well, well, thanks again, Eric, um, for for all of your your insights and, and frankly for going and all the hard work. Uh, if if folks are interested in in seeing, you know, some more details or references to the podcasts and, and whatnot that Eric referred to, where where do they go, Eric? It's just musicranked.com. It is uh, newly reformatted and trying to make it more user friendly and kind of adding some more, you know, uh, links and and resources. It should be your hub. If you give a damn about what I think or you just want like to find some good, uh, you know, podcasts, movies, whatever, I link everything in there. So that way you can just say, oh, I want to listen to all the podcasts that Eric or anybody deemed worthy for Simon and Garfunkel. Then you go down and click the list and subscribe and you're all set. So it's a nice little hub and there's not too many great places out there for that. 
uh, for podcasting and movies and stuff. You can get discographies everywhere, like music and all that. You can learn the history. But if you want to get a nice resource where you want to learn more about the band, musicranked.com is your go-to shop. Indeed. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Eric. And and thanks again for for exposing me to, to some some quality tunes and for hanging out and chatting with me today. Uh, And again, thanks to the listeners. And until next time, I hope y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Podcast.